Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the British Wrestling Experience on postwrestling.com. I'm your host, Martin Bushby, and uh, this week's episode is a special edition of the show, uh, the big Euro transfer window, and joining me and Benno and Jamesy, we're going to be uh, someone who's familiar um, to listeners of this show. You'll recognize his voice from his regular segment on the Going Underground segment. It's none other than Andy Ogden. Andy, thanks for joining us this week. Hi, Martin. Glad, glad to be of assistance. No, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. I mean, um, I was laughing just off air because we discovered this afternoon that you were once the corner man for the Kings of Wrestling, Chris Hero and Cesaro. How did how did all that come about? Yeah, so um, it was a Noah show in Wolverhampton in 2011. And they were doing like, I think this was before the show, they were doing an auction to raise funds for the Japanese tsunami earthquake fund Mm. so i think that was like the first like the first prize and i ended up um bidding 75 quid wow uh, which first 30 quid that i borrowed off our jet my brother i said oh i'll give it you back i'll give it you back so managed to win it well share it with another fella who uh, who'd also bid 75 quid in the crowd and yeah, strange experience. One of those where we had to go backstage and pick up like t-shirts from the A merchandise desk. Um, I think Marty Skill were on the desk at the time. Wow! And, and he he, pa- he passed me over. Um, I think they had a t-shirt which was about one size too small for me, like to put over my shirt. So so I'd be, have to wear that when I had to go out to ringside. So we had to meet uh, Chris Hero and uh, Claudio Castagnoli backstage. And what's it? First impressions, I thought, oh, Chris Hero was like, oh, who, who's the two people who were taking us out? A bit dismissive. And I thought, oh, not, not really a big fan of him, whereas Cesaro was very welcoming. But, uh, yeah, all in all, it was, it was basically being a second outside, you know, like collecting all the streamers and, Making sure you, well, if they did come flying towards you, try and catch them and wow. doing the old banging on the mat as well. So got some early practice in before I became uh, known for clapping and what have you. <laughs> but um, no, no good experience. But about Chris Hero, second time I actually met him was at um, a title show and they were doing a meet and greet. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to. You know, why that memory of nowhere out of me, out of my head, I'm just going to go up there and say, all right, Chris, have a fault to five quid. So well, it, well, they ran at the old two academy in Leeds and went walking, walking up the ramp. But problem was, I must have missed my footing and ended up like proper tumbling over and falling into Chris's hand. <laughs> so, honestly... I looked at it, yeah. But no, fun times, fun times. Wow, that's. Uh, I didn't realise that uh, you know, being on this experience, you'd have to be some kind of like New Japan young boy. That's uh, that sounds like quite, quite the day out. Shame that Chris Hero was a bit of a dick, but you know, um, made up for it then. But uh, Benno and Jamesy, I mean, how have you guys been? I mean, we're uh, all still in allegedly in lockdown, but you know, we're just. Uh, Staying alert as it is over here in the UK. How's things going over there in Ireland, Jamesy? Not too bad, Martin. Still feuding with the mint bush. 
Um, yeah, I was waiting for a package that I could have on my Sunday rails. <laughs> it's all gone. It's all gone. And would you believe I have the whole bush is gone, but the feckin' roots are still there, and I'm still every day out. I have the two kids, two small kids, out with trowels in the garden every day, digging up these roots. It's a family effort at this stage. And then, of course, what did I buy in the supermarket today for Sunday dinner? A big leg of lamb, and I've no mint to put on it. <laughs> <laughs> so after all that I've no mint left in the house so I'll have to go and buy more mint <laughs> but yeah exactly but apart from that things are grand yeah it's, it's it's just like life has just become what it is now you know what I mean they're kind of used to restrictions and used to work restrictions and that kind of thing and um, the whole pandemic has it's it's yeah, in terms of death is an awful thing to be talking about but death numbers and numbers of new cases like it's it's they have they have done the so-called flattening of the curve here in Ireland and the, the really bad numbers like daily deaths are starting to drop which is great you know so um fingers crossed now like on Monday restrictions will start to slowly ease so we're, we're just kind of hoping that things won't slip back into the, the the bad old days of the really bad numbers we were having a few weeks ago you know but all in all good I think there has been a better government response to things over in Ireland I think the new guys have had anyway for sure oh yeah definitely i mean uh what about you Ben? were you out doing conga lines last friday or uh how's, how's your time been going to? i'll be honest mate i think i've done a podcast every day since the last time we were i'm sick of the sound of your voice benno if i'm not talking to you myself you're in my ears it's like jesus it's like living with benno these days <laughs> honestly god i'm putting i'm putting that on the whale to be honest it's just something to do though, isn't it it's uh it's yeah, yeah. Busy. Uh, obviously yeah, we launched the uh, the match of the month podcast over on on grapple with uh with jamesy so uh, hopefully we've got loads of great feedback for that so people seem to be uh enjoying that one we've done loads of retro podcasts like that one with uh with you martin doing the uh doing 1997 wwf so that's kind of been it so i've been a bit of a, a hermit locked indoors and I've heard people in my streets doing the, uh, there have been parties going on and, you know, VE Day was a, was a big scene, I think, in my street. Lots of people out in deck chairs uh, in the street and all. But yeah, I've just been ignoring it and staying it, staying inside and doing podcasts. So to be honest, my life's not hugely different. Uh, and if anything, I've got, my life's just been geared around building for tonight. I've been, uh, been totting up spreadsheets, getting myself ready. I'm kind of wondering if I'm allowed to pick Andy Ogden at this point after his, uh, his story before <laughs> for the draft. But, uh, yeah, yeah well, make a hell of a tag team. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I don't think I can. Oh, I would have, would have snuck an easy any Benson pick in there, but I've uh, I've not been active this year, unfortunately, so I don't think I can pick. So, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I'm certainly hyped for that. Well, I mean, um, we've talked around it, but um, I mean, we know there's been tons of fantasy transfer type shows in football, numerous other sports, and uh, the guys over at the Brit Rest Roundtable did a draft show for a number of years, but. Um, James, you came up with something really fun and sort of an exciting concept for this show. Um, but just before I hand over to you, to you to talk down the rules and I came up with this idea, I just want to shout out Rob Pearson, who's a friend of the show, did a graphic for us, done some fantastic work for Post in the past, a lot of the and a lot of the recent T-shirt designs for the Puro show and the Rocky My Via Pitch show were done by him. And also been doing great graphics with Daniel Cormier and Ariel Halwani on their ESPN show as well. So huge thanks, Rob, taking the time out to uh, do the graphic for us for this one. But um, Jamesy, the first annual big Euro transfer window. Absolutely, yeah. So we get straight into it, guys. So to set the scene, um, the year is now 2021. Wrestling worldwide has been decimated by the effects of the coronavirus pandemic. 
Wrestling fans around the world have, have rejected empty arena wrestling and viewing figures have plummeted. Every major wrestling company across the world has gone bankrupt from WWE to AEW to New Japan Pro Wrestling. As a result, every contracted wrestler on the planet is now a free agent. With the recent discovery of a vaccine for COVID-19, however, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Travel between European countries has now once again been deemed safe, but non-nationals are still banned from the US and Japan. Arena wrestling will soon once again be viable. A number of wealthy wrestling promoters have come to the fore, determined to once again make Europe the hottest territory on the planet. They are, number one, former pro wrestler Martin the Sheffield Rattlesnake Bushby. <laughs> his, his career ended abruptly by a gruesome knee injury. Bushby has been very careful with his money over the years and has invested it wisely. Swapping the wrestling ring for the booker's chair, he hopes that his promotion, BPW, that's Brigadier Pro Wrestling, will return British wrestling to its former glories. Number two, Richard the Busman Benson. Benson has made his fortune running overpriced wrestling bus trips for unsuspecting fans for years. He feels that his history of working with legends of the business like Gabe Sapolsky and Alex Shane will give his promotion, Regress Wrestling, the edge over his rivals. Number three, Andy the Gabbler Ogden. Andy and his brother Jeff came into big money during the global pandemic when their knowledge of Kazakhstani horse racing led to a million to one accumulator coming good. Andy's vision of a British senior heavyweight championship will finally be realised as he promotes GCW, that's Graps and Claps Wrestling. And finally, number four is Jamesy the Mick Graps Messiah. The cunning Irishman has infiltrated the Grapple Audio Network and with the help of inside man JP organised a hostile takeover. <laughs> the pair made millions using the company as a cover for an illegal Ovaltine importation racket. Jamesy hopes that his promotion, the IWA, that's the Irish Wrestling Alliance, will conquer all of Europe. Ground rules have been agreed between the four in order to ensure a fairer distribution of talent so that the monopoly enjoyed by WWE can never happen again. On the latest edition of the British Wrestling Experience, the European Wrestling Transfer Window will open. Live on air, the four participants will pit their wits against each other to select the best possible roster for their respective promotions. The rules are as follows. There will be 20 rounds, with one pick per each round. Snake rules will apply to the order of picks. Only one wrestler can be chosen, male or female, per round. No tag teams can be picked as a pair. Only wrestlers born in a European country are eligible and only wrestlers who have wrestled a match in 2020 are eligible with cage match being used if necessary to check on results. All international wrestling contracts have been made null and void so all European wrestlers are eligible. The four participants will then come up with a pay-per-view card to showcase their roster and they will be posted on Twitter in a vote to determine the winner. And now I'm going to hand you over to Benno, who's going to make the all-important draw for the order of pick. Just to jump in before we do that, fantastic concept, James. I was honestly <laughs> laughing my head off when you sent me that. Absolutely brilliant. That shows how much spare time I have at the moment, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, there's a lot of spare time to be making up silly ideas like this. Uh, <laughs> too close brilliant. to the truth, mate. But, uh, I I know, have to, yeah. I've been stashing away those Bush Millions for uh, Feature Day. That's why I was putting off telling the, uh, the Bush story for so long when we were doing those, those Ring of Honor podcasts. <laughs> but you've got me there. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know about using the money to, uh, to basically restart progress, but, you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very meek. Regress, it works. You, you have been watching some strange horse racing, Andy, haven't you? I have, yeah. French horse racing, South African, Hong Kong, oh you name it. <laughs> Any Kazakhstan, nothing in Kazakhstan, no? Um, not yet, uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Isn't there still football going on somewhere? There you go, yeah, you can make it. Yeah, you've got, you've got to go be desperate to watch sport right now, though. Isn't there, like, still football and stuff going on in still some countries, Andy? Couldn't you be watching that? Belarus, yeah. is it? Macedonia or something, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put your bet on that. Sport, I, I've not touched that. I, I'm going to watch the German football at the, uh, the weekend when it's on BT Sport, but that's about it. Oh, good man. Well, uh, yeah, as you said, you've uh, for some reason you've sort of trusted the scouser with the uh, with the draw because I could just very easily. Uh, no, I won't mess around. I'm taking this very seriously. I was I was thinking before, I was thinking before like I'm taking this draft. Like I've spent all day in work as we talked about on that match of the month podcast. James are using my uh, my secret spreadsheets that I uh, that I access when I haven't got real work to do, which is quite often at the moment. But working on it all day, and I'm desperate not to win this thing, but to. to Actually, yeah, to win this thing. So I've got to be gutted now if I pick myself as first because no one's going to believe me. <laughs> Hopefully I've earned the trust with you guys and the audience at this point. Uh, yeah, I trust you, Benno. <laughs> but yeah, what I'm doing is I put all of our names into a, it's random.org, which is a, a list randomizer. Uh, I'm hoping it works first time. I haven't, uh, I, I've, I've left it until uh, on air to hit it. So yeah, it's myself, Martin, James, and Andy. And if I now hit randomize, our list is number one, Jamesy. Number two, Andy. Number three, Martin. And fucking number four, me. I can't even <laughs> Excellent. You're going to find it any better. Oh, few Well, At least at I got least two picks when it gets to me. You're an honest man anyway, Benno. At least you're honest. Oh, I wish I wasn't. Jesus. <laughs> what's, what's that order again, Benno? Just so I write it down. Myself first. Number two. Jamesy, Andy, Martin, and then Benno, and yeah, I can't wait, I can't wait, let's till we get to uh, 18, 19, and 20 rounds, I'm going to have a great time there. (laughs) (laughs) You do get, it's not the worst place to be, being at the end of the snake, because you do get to kind of get the fourth and fifth pick, you know, that way, like... Mm I'll have, a, I'll have a crack in mid-card, James. I can't wait. What are we doing about uh, keeping records? Are we? Um, is, have you got an almighty spreadsheet, James? Are we keeping who we put uh, no. ourselves? E- even, even better, Martin. I'm doing it old school. I, I, I printed off a blank spreadsheet in work, and I'm doing it old school. Wow. Pen and paper. Boots, oh. boots oh. and trunks, I tell you, the old-fashioned way. So give us a <laughs> bit of time. Give me a bit of time between fix to write these down. <laughs> and I, I'll stick them on a spreadsheet in work tomorrow, maybe, and send them on to you. Excellent. Right, so um, guess who I'm going to pick, guys? Number one pick in a European draw. It's none other than Will Ospreay. Yes. Bastard. I'm sure, I'm sure that's not a, <laughs> not a shock to anybody. <laughs> yeah, fair shot. Andy, Andy Ogden, up you go. Yeah, uh, my first pick is going to be Tyler Bate. Oh. Mm. Oh, okay. Interesting. Is it me next, then? The rattlesnake is up. Happy go, Martin. Well, it was either Will or Zach, so I've got to go with Zach. I mean, easy first picker, great guy who can build a promotion round. Obviously, he's going to have technical classics, can work any style, really, and um, be a perfect first champion for uh, for my promotion. Right. Okay. Over to me for fourth, then. And then I'm first, aren't I, for the second yes, round? exactly, yeah. Oh, the freshers on. I was, wasn't expecting that Pete Dunn pick there. I thought he might go in the second round. I was thinking I might, I might uh, scoop him up with my two. Uh, well, my first round Tyler pick. Tyler Bate pick... picked, weren't it? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Tyler Bate, not Pete Dunn. Tyler Bate, Tyler. yeah. Surprise yeah. at that. Um, I'm going to go, probably giving away my thought, the thought process there. I'm going to go Walter from a round one pick. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. And now it's back round to me, isn't it, for the second round? Yep. I'm taking this far too seriously, guys. 
I am gonna go. You know what? I'm going off spreadsheets already. I'm gonna pick Jordan Devlin because that's a pretty nice. See, I was hoping he wasn't gonna go till like the third or fourth round, so I was holding him back. Ta- tactical about him. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't on my list as like one of my. He was one of my. Maybe my, I was thinking of him our second pick. But I think, yeah, that, that combination of, uh, of Walton and Devlin having that on my hands, yeah, even if I am a uh, fake progress, uh, even I can't balls out of them. <laughs> Off you go, Martin. It's your turn. Well, um, I'm going to pick a guy who um, probably hasn't appeared in Europe for, um, well, maybe a year, but he had some absolute bangers as he's, uh, under his previous name, Tommy End, and I'm going with Alistair Black. Perfect ooh, guy to ooh. put against Zack Sabre Jr. in the main event, I feel. I didn't even have him on my spreadsheet, you know. Wow. I'd say he's number one out of the Euro guys in WWE, mm. that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair show. Back to you, Andy. Yeah, uh, second pick uh, is going to be Becky Lynch. Oh, oh wow. I, I had a... <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was the one I was talking off air about. I was like, oh, there's someone who could be a big name to whack all over your posters <laughs> and your show and yeah. to get all the crowds in. And uh, yeah, certainly. And since this isn't an alternative universe, um, this is the universe where she hasn't just got pregnant as well. I was going to ask that question, yeah. Does, does that cause <laughs> any issues there? Uh, Seth, Seth will be at home and he'll do... It's late 2021 and Seth is at home. He'll do the babysitting. <laughs> okay um right so i have two picks now because it's back to me and it's snaking around so i am gonna go for pack as my first and i am going to take hmm i've got two people in mind i'm trying to decide between the two yeah, I'm going to go for, I'm going to take Cesaro. After all our talk in the build-up, I can't not take Cesaro after everything we said about him. We should tell the listeners, we had a bit of a bit of a dispute about Cesaro for a while because we were going to have EU and non-EU. And basically, mm. he was the, he's the only decent wrestler from outside the European Union. So we just said, we'd make his European born just to let him in because he's a, he's a decent wrestler and he'd be good at the top of someone's card. So um, that's back to Andy then, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just not one or two picks here, just one. One, yeah, it's yeah, one. snake. Yeah, so uh, number three, uh, I'm going to pick the villain, Marty Skrull. Interesting pick. How, how, how come you picked Marty there, uh, Andy? Yeah, I, I just heart back to the days when, like, when he was, um, just when he was progress champion. And I, think, I don't think he gets as much, um, you know, Respect is like you know, like what Jimmy Abbott did as mm. progress champ. I think Skrull was like at the height of like there was like a one peak with Jimmy Abbott, and then there was the second peak with uh Marty Skrull leading up to the uh Brixton show. So, uh, yeah, no, I think he's a good choice as like uh one of the main baddies, yeah, definitely. Certainly, send you, sell you a lot of merch as well, but make a good booker oh. for you as well, yeah. Uh, you next, Martin. Oh, me next. Um, I might stick on the WWE track, you know, get a few big names in there, get them down. I mean, um, I would have preferred having Devlin, but I'll have uh, the poor man's Devlin and go with Finn Balor. 
Good shout. Yeah, Mar- Martin's is, your your promotion here is going to outdraw the lot of us. That's your tactic. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking got Becky Lynch on top there. I mean, oh, she's one of the main events. Yeah, biggest star in it, I think, is Becky, isn't it? Yeah, I was I was thinking that I'm gonna once I've got my my squad together, I'm thinking of running a little TW game with mine to see uh to see how it fares in uh in a virtual environment. But yeah, over to me that is it for uh, for my last for yep. my Go for last round three. <sighs> you, you said we slag a lot of people off on this podcast, and uh, some of them are going to come through in our picks. And Not I gave it away. Beno. <laughs> I know I mentioned it before as uh, I was genuinely considering them for, for round one or two. I'm going to go with Pete Dunn. Uh, again, I feel like in my hands, I feel like I'll do a better job with Pete Dunn. Uh, than, uh... He's a good name to get at this point. Like we're at twelve people in already, you know. Mm. And you again, Benno. You've another one. So I'm number one in round four. So round four, ooh, I am gonna go. You know what? I feel like he's gonna be valuable enough to my promotion that I'm picking him number four. Gonna blow your minds, lads. Rockstar Spud. Oh, I was gonna pick him wow. next, actually. Really? A bit early, maybe. I could see him yeah. going. I could, that was where. That was. Oh, I'm glad you've said that, Mark. It makes me feel better because I thought, if I risk this, he's going to go. There are probably bigger names in the list who are left over, but I feel like I could build something with Rockstar Spud in my uh, virtual uh, fake progress. So yeah, Rockstar Spud. Well, my original plan was actually to try and get Tyler Bate and Spud, and then have Spud as Tyler Bate's mouthpiece. Mm, good shout. Oh wow. Okay. Eat it. Well, it's your turn anyway, Martin. So who was next on your list? I've got a few. I don't know. Do I go? Mm, I've got a few sort of like bigger names that I could pick. I'm worried they might go later, though, if I don't pick the big names now. So I'll go with someone absolutely dynamite on the mic. Got to be Zach Gibson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good shout. Could be a perfect foil (laughs) for the three I've already picked there. That's a nice roster you're assembling there, Martin. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, Andy Ogden go on the gambler what have you got next for us well Martin's totally screwed my next pick up oh, no. uh, <laughs> I, would I would have gone for Gibson for the same reasons as Martin plus he's never really had I was saying with Gibson he's never really had a big push as the the top baddie I mean progress like shot the load on him for mm. one one show and thought nah sticking back in tags but hey ho yeah, he always um, seems to be on the verge of something bigger. Do you know what I mean? Like he was uh, when he when Haskins had the title in progress, and, it, and Gibson was yeah, getting the most yeah. awful reactions of his career, like people booing the shit out of him. And it seems like they could have maybe gone with him then, or maybe they went a bit too soon with him. I'm not sure, but it always seems like he's on the verge of, of you know, becoming championship material. And now I guess he's sort of like as much as I like the tag team with James Drake, I would like to see him more of a singles guy as well. Well, someone has to do the talking for James Drake, really, don't they? <laughs> uh, so, right, number four pick. Uh, I'm going to go for Ilya Dragunov. Oh, good shout. Oh, Andy. Is dying inside there, dying. Oh, I was convinced. I was convinced I had him. Okay. <laughs> That's the risk, right. That's when you, when you leave yeah, yeah. And when it's only four as well. It's, oh. You really think you have someone, and then the person before you just gets them. <laughs> right. Okay. So I have two picks now again because we're snaking back around. Okay. Um, I am going to, first of all, go to WWE and take Rusev. 
Oh, oh, oh I didn't consider him. Think about that. Yeah. Oh. Is that your left field one you were you were teasing us with, Jamesy? Before no, 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 no. The, the, the one, the, my left field one is so far out of left field. It's it's ridiculous. Oh, that's um, a good shout, though. I wouldn't have even considered it. Uh, yeah. with New free agent could be a big star in Europe later in the year. We could be talking about him on the yeah. BWE a little bit. Um, and then I'm going to go for someone really versatile who can do loads and loads of things. I can do lots of things with him. At this point, I'm going to take Chris Brooks. I just think there's oh, lots of things you can do with him in terms of tag singles. Gives me options down the line. I think. Yeah, you're gonna dr- you're gonna draw some of the uh, hard corporate res fandom as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Quiet, oh, quiet yeah. sells a lot of tickets, Chris Brooks. And I'm take I'm taking fifty percent of his merch sales yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck getting to agree with that, mate. Ah, look, look, there's no other jobs going at the moment. <laughs> Back to you, Andy. Oh. Chris Brooks, I'm going to have him as well for for the merch <laughs> reasons. Really, it's, uh, he knows how to um, you know market it himself. Oh, yeah. um, so, next one on my list, let's have a look. Um, I'm going to go for Drew McIntyre. Mm. Okay, yeah, had to happen. That's quite bad, isn't it? WWE champion goes in round five. Yeah, I that's don't know. It's we were... weird because I might have picked him when he was still on the sort of Brit Indies and still doing yeah. that whole stuff. But yeah. I, I feel like as much, he's done, you know, obviously the Royal Rumble this year, you know, he looked fantastic eliminating Lesnar and that. But I think the stink of these uh, of these no fan shows has just rubbed off on me too much. I think with Drew and it's just like you know, it's having a title in a no fan WrestleMania and stuff, and that's why I kind of pushed him to the bottom of the list. Really, mm. there's, there's a lot. Sorry, I was going to say uh, with Drew, with the um, NT Arena wrestling, he's probably the one who's marketed himself the best out of the lot. I mean, a lot of his TV interviews and what have you, he's come across as a genuine star and a proper, I think a very good WWE champion at the moment. He's He's having good matches. At least. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've, I've just sort of like been seeing clips of it, so I've not seen any of the full matches, but I think it just really turned me off after WrestleMania sort of thing. Have you had a chance to check much of stuff out, Benno? Yeah, I've been watching it. I mean, he had a great match with him. Well, not great, but as good as you can get with Seth Rollins on uh, on the pay-per-view on Sunday, Money in the Bank, uh, which we'd probably be talking about if it was a regular show. Um, it's weird that he's just been... Put, thrust into the spotlight at the worst possible time, hasn't he? Um, but yeah, to be honest, that's a, it's, it's a good shout though as a pick for this game because he can go and ring, he can cut promos, and yet if we were uh, running shows with these promotions, then you know taking the WWE champions not the uh, not a bad pick at all. Um, actually, yeah, again, surprised he went so late. So, uh, so we go next one. Yeah, is it me next? Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Right. Oh. I'm going to go for somebody who I feel I maybe could have waited a couple more rounds on, but I feel he did such a fantastic job last year and, you know, he's dripping in charisma, headlining Red Pro shows against Pac, even headlining a progress show against David Starr, and I feel like he's a great guy to sort of like build up as the next guy in your promotion and certainly always gives 100%, so I'm going to go with the Ojmo himself, Michael Oku. Ooh. Very good shout. The first of the new breed, I suppose, isn't it, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone's picked. Yeah, very good. Yeah. 
Okay, right. final two for you. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I was considering Michael Oka. He's a good, very good pick. It's like a, you know, someone to be in a Europa mid card or somebody yeah, uh, yeah. rising up. I think like him Ooh. and Gibson would have good uh, charisma together. You know, him as the sort of like, you know, scrappy underdog coming up guy in, in Gibson, just the promos I think he'd have against him would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know, Moser or body guy, who shall I go with? Um, <laughs> no, we're not quite that deep yet, are we? <laughs> You know what? Don't knock them too much. You'll have to pick them at some point. <laughs> I think with me again, I think being last, I think you you guys are killing me on the work break front, apart from what's probably going to be my main event. So I'm going to lean into the uh, the talkers promotion that I was looking to put together. It's three lads I like. I'm going to go, I'm going to throw one out at you, lads. Can I do it? Yeah, I'm doing it. The, is it the National Treasure? Is that his nickname? Nick Aldis. I never thought I'd be going this way. Wow. wow. That is some shout at this point. And he's, I, I only thought of him this morning. I thought I'd, I thought I'd been very, very thorough. And I was like, I haven't. Is there anyone I've left out? And then I realized, fucking Nick Aldis, hidden away there. You forget he's British almost, you know? Yeah, that's it. He doesn't, he doesn't seem it, does he? With him? He's just no. so good in NWA. Like, Absolutely. I feel like yeah. he, he can talk people into buildings. He can probably he's not going to be my top guy, but I think he can be there or thereabouts. Yeah, I've got some plans for him. So, yeah, I'm going a bit early again. Maybe this tactic isn't going to pay off when I do get into the Moses and Body guys, but yeah, going with him. Right. It's not easy now, lads. Tell you what. No. I'm going to go with... You know what? I said I was leaning into the Talkers promotion. I'm going to go with him, and hopefully I'm not getting to NXT UK right now. I'm going to pick... You know what? No, I'm not. I'm going to pick Sheamus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too scared of becoming NXT. I'm too scared of becoming what I hate and turning into a progress slash NXT UK. I'll probably give it away what I was gonna do then, but yeah, go on. I'll go for Seamus. I could do with a with a lab with a bit of experience in a in a big company. Let's go with Seamus. No, that's a good shout, yeah. Especially with another Irishman on your card as well. I like that, I know. Some money to be made there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're up, Martin again. Um well, Benno's uh, worried about his promotion turning too much into progress, and I'm looking down my list, and the next guy I'm going to pick has also been in progress along with all my other picks. So, <laughs> first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick him, then I'm going to wheel him off down to the hospital, get some get some laser surgery on that tattoo on his chest, and then uh, turn him back into the. Uh, <laughs> oh, all, very good. We all love back in the day, and it's got to be Jack Gallagher. Excellent <sighs> show. Good show. Yeah. What the hell? Sorry, Andy. <laughs> Take him on I you again, Andy. He did. Andy's time to shine. There's surely the undergraphs have got all kinds of guys. Exactly. Guys, exactly. There's one guy you'd want to put Gallagher up against and out nobody else picks him. Uh, oh, I, honestly, I, Gallagher is like the rehab job, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's now, he's now wearing a woolly coat with a tattoo on his chest. They totally stripped all the proper character away of him so yeah I could have rehabbed him in Rochdale of all places uh, don't worry <laughs> mate we'll do it in Sheffield instead it's fine <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh god try to think so number six pick I'm going to go for uh, Ethan Allen oh tempted fight there Andy 
Yeah. No, I've, I've picked I've picked him because he can be like the underdog baby face that re- re- goes through the ranks. That's that's me thinking behind him. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Two for me again, and it's yeah. God, it's I'm crossing people off my list left, right, and centre here. Um. Hmm. Okay, it's time to put a Jamesy stamp on this promotion. There's enough of these WWE superstars. Chris Brooks <laughs> is in here. Um, I honestly I expected am... your like top ten just to be all fucking like <laughs> <laughs> like Walter and Ilya Dragunov and everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I'm gonna do. I'm I'm gonna really piss Andy off here. He's not gonna be happy with me. I'm gonna take. Oh, no. I'm gonna take <laughs> Luke Jacobs. <laughs> you bastard. I'm fucked uh, up with you. That's the guy I wanted to put against Gallagher. <laughs> I'm sorry, Andy. I had to do it. Um, and I'm also... Sorry, James. Sorry, Andy, to do that to you. It, just, it had to be done. I had to get one of the two of them. And I'm also going to go for his trainer, Chris Ridgway, actually. Oh. Ah, you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know where Andy's going to go next, but I don't know. Interesting. I did. I worried about that though. Yeah, picking either Luke or Ethan because they're both great singles, aren't they? They're just both such a great tag team too. Yeah, in fact, yeah, he was the one that I definitely wanted to pick out of the two of them because obviously he reminds me of a young Daniel Bryan. I feel like oh, yeah. he, he could have banging matches with everybody, and especially Jack Gallagher. So good. Right. Uh, next pick. Well, but I was going to. I was just going to say with Ethan Allen, I think he's. Even though Luke Jacobs is the more like more hard hitting of the two, I think Ethan Allen's got the more talking side to him. I know, and especially when you check those, uh, it seems like he's been going nonstop working out at home from the pictures he's been putting on Twitter. It seems like he's put about twenty pounds on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's growing by the day. Absolutely growing by the day. Uh, right, next one, next pick. Uh, I'm going to go for Kaylee Ray. Mm. Yep, I think she's definitely one of the cream of the crop top five if you were going through women's wrestlers. Yeah. yeah I was wondering who you're going to put Becky Lynch up against, so that's a, that's a solid shout. Yeah. Uh, I think it's you next, Martin. Back to you, Martin, yeah. Well, um, I, I might go down that route now, and there's two that I feel, because they've both got history doing uh, intergender stuff so you know they could easily be matched up against um you know guys as well as girls but i don't know which one to pick one's slightly younger one's been out injured quite a bit but has got a bigger name had some great stuff yeah i'll go with it i'm gonna go with tegan knox someone who can easily wrestle guys and girls and i'll I set out to have this promotion because I've been watching a lot of WCW Nitro in 97, 98 lately, and I want it to be like that. I want it to have as much variety as on as possible. So, yeah, I feel like I might be going down a different track now with this one. So, yeah, that's my next pick, Tegan Knox. Good shout. Right. you, Benno. Yeah. I think I really are. I, I, I think I've given away my, uh, my taste in wrestling here because I think I'm going to go for another couple of talkers here. Is it going to be a problem when I put my final card together? And, yeah, the match is going to stink up the joke. Just think of the promos, lads, when you see my card. I'm going to go... I'll pick one. I'm going to go... Spike Trevay. Mm. Oh. 
Surely I would never have picked him this early if we hadn't reviewed Riptide last show. Yeah. <laughs> he shot up my list. I was like, a month ago, he'd have been maybe a 20 pick if you, if you were stuck for somebody. And now he's going in, what, the seventh round? That's pretty good yeah. going, isn't it? I'm, I'm te- I was terrified you were going to grab him, James, if I didn't get him now. So it's a defensive yeah, pick, but yeah, I'm going yeah. with it. I'd have taken him in the next two or three rounds for sure, yeah. Yeah, same here. Mm. I feel like and he's think- certainly, a, you know, um, for the top of the promotion, a heel that you can build around to, like a baby yeah. face to chase the belt and stuff like they are doing in Riptide. Definitely. Right, well, I've got another pick now, because I'm leading the next yeah, round. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to change course and not, uh, not overload my promotion with a... Uh, my promotion's starting to look a bit NWA. So let's uh, let's get some young upcoming talent and some work rate in there. I'm going to pick Scotty Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in mm-hmm. my next uh, maybe three times. That, mm-hmm. that was my next pick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jamesy. That's okay. I've no Irish, Irish yet. No, I'm, a, I'm an absolute disgrace. I'm an absolute <laughs> three? Disgrace. What's going on? I've got one, two... <laughs> Three, four, five Brits and no Irish. I'm a disgrace. You are. <laughs> I'd be thrown out of the country when this comes on to air. <laughs> Back to you again, Martin. Well, uh, speaking of work, right, and a guy who has got tons of potential and uh, we've yet to see how far he can go, I'm going uh, over to our friends in Spain and I'm going to pick A-Kid. Ooh. Very good. You can imagine him and Oku having a good one to open the show with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the gambler again, that's you, Andy. Yeah, uh, next on my list, let's go down it. Um, I'm gonna go Robbie X, very good, good and absolutely, yeah, yeah, very versatile. Okay, um, right, gonna have to figure this out now so. Okay, the first man I'm going to take is someone who's been criminally underused in WWE since the moment he signed, and that's Axel Dieter Jr. That's, um, yeah, that's uh, a Jamesy pick through and through, that, isn't it? <laughs> and do, 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 do. second pick, let's see. I'm going to go with... I'm getting worried about the female talents getting taken up, so I'm going to go with Nikki Cross as well for my women's division. Oh, interesting. Scottish over Irish there. Do you feel she's better than um, sort of like some of the Irish wrestlers out there then? Probably, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> I think, looking at the list, I'm pretty confident she's the best wrestler of those left. So, yeah, I'm happy with that. Nikki Cross in the women's division. Um, back to Andy again. Uh, it's going to be Cara Noir. Yeah, definitely someone who can, uh, you know, wake up a crowd with that entrance, isn't he? Have you, have you seen him many times in Cara Noir, Andy? Oh, many times. I've seen him at, seen him at Cara. Um, I think I've seen him, at, like, the first time I saw him was at um, Sasha's Hotel in uh, Manchester. It's a known area for, like, prostitutes in Manchester around that area. But uh, <laughs> he, was, he was basically... Uh, was facing uh, bubblegum that evening and like the first time seeing that entrance you're just like wow and then yeah fast forward like a year or two and yeah took it on to another level I, I'm not a big fan like like quite quite a few people you know all the uh, GCSE drama stuff but uh, no he's fantastic fantastic wrestler and yeah 
someone who I'd pay money to see. Yes, I was wondering if he'd been up north that much before, but I didn't. I didn't realise. Yeah, no, quite a couple of times now he's been up up this end. Surprisingly, late as well, considering he's the man of the minute right now, you know, when it comes yeah. to, to Brit Rares and promotions going with him. There might be a reason for that, <laughs> yeah. conspiracy reason. But, yeah, I would have. I reckon if it wasn't us four, I think he would have came early. I think we all like him, don't we? But I don't know if we're all as high on him as, uh, as everyone else seems to be. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I, th- I suppose it depends. I've heard some people sort of critique him, but then I, f- I feel that, you know, we haven't, uh, discussed him that much until sort of like his recent runs in progress and um, especially in Riptide. Mm. You're up again, Martin. Okay, well, I've got to have someone to take on Tegan Knox, and she's someone else who's quite versatile, who's been in the ring loads of times with guys and who was especially improved loads and loads after going to for these lengthy tours of Japan. So I've got to go with Millie McKenzie. Very good, yeah. Good shouts. Right. For me, so I've got my pick for this round and the one after. I was yeah. tempted by Millie, Millie McKenzie. Uh, she's as uh, good a person as anyone to, to build a women's division round. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go with, for my ninth pick, oh, this is so hard now. I'm going to go with, <laughs> I've got three of it tip of my tongue. Okay, I'm going to go with one that's going to shock the world, I reckon. I'm going to... Br- oh, saying that, am I allowed to pick him? Has Josh Bowden wrestled this year, Jamesy? He hasn't done it. Oh, controversy <laughs> creates cash. <there. laughs> I'm just thinking, I've got, a, I've got a roster full of characters right now. Uh, like my, I'll check uh, his Cade match. Just give us one second. Until now, uh, that, that like he could be an option. Because I feel like, you know, he, we're talking, this is in the future. This is what, 2021? The whole world's reset. All the wrestling companies have disappeared. I'll get. I'll, I'll put him in front of the pub, Martin. I'll get him to do a big apology. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't had a match in 2020, so. Oh, it's... okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, I'm gonna go another way then. I tried. Uh, that one was for Rev Joe. That pick. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have got a vote there for sure. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go with. I like my characters. I'm going with Paul Robinson. Yeah, yeah, real good one. And then for my next round pick to kick off the uh, this will be the tenth round, wouldn't it? Yeah. For my That's tenth it, round yeah. pick, I'm surprised no one's gone for him so far, but it kind of says what his, uh, his standing is in the uh, in the triumvirate that he's in. I'm going to go with Trent Seven. Yeah, that is a big one to go this low, isn't it? When you think about it, There's I kept thinking what, he was going to go every time I didn't get him. There's been 36 people picked. He's, he's picked number 37 in a European draft. Like, that is, for a big, big name, you know, mm. that's, you know, you would have thought top four rounds, even a few years ago. Yeah, I'm think... on the list, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know, because obviously it goes to show what fucking work rate wankers we all are. <laughs> we all <left> him <laughs> Well, Benno's lost. Benno's got all the talkers. There's oh, some yeah. serious promos going to happen on that show, oh, Benno. Studio wrestling, mate. We're bringing it back in the UK. That's the, uh, that's the plan. Uh, actually, shot, shot you didn't go for him, Andy, with, uh, with Tyler. Not fancy. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought Andy was going to take him a few times, yeah. Nah, you've got to let him roam free, aren't you, for a change with uh, Tyler. <laughs> right, Martin, you're next. Ooh, I was I was considering Trent then for that round because I've got him I've got him on the list. I don't. I, uh, 
Got quite a few young people on. I don't know if I want to carry on down that track. But like I said, I want a lot of variety, but 10th yeah. pick, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go with that person now. Well, if you want variety, I need some big lads on there. And everyone certainly remembers he had a pretty decent running Red Pro against the New Japan guy, so I'm going with Killian Dane now. Okay. Big lads, He's very versatile. He's one you'd forget. It was yeah. a, 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 I totally forgot him for a long time, and then I suddenly thought, God, yeah, of course, because he's just done nothing in two or three years at this point, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I only really remembered him because I was looking down the uh, NXT roster earlier today, and I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, he, yeah. he had a good run as Big Demo. So, yeah, bring him back, put him against another big, beefy guy. I think they'd have some good matches together. Uh, back to Andy again. Yeah, uh, next pick is going to be Ricky Knight Jr. Oh, nice. Ooh. Yeah, he was definitely on my list, and I think he's someone who you could match up against a big guy like Achilles and Dane and have a similar sort of like Spike Dudley, Mike Orson type match. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've noticed Andy's got Robbie Axe as well. Is that you thinking, Andy? You're going for the, uh, yeah. for the Rev Pro special? Well, uh, well, me thinking, well, you'll see in the card, it's one, it's one of them. I'm, I'm following PCW back in about 2013, 2014, where they stick everyone in the first match mm-hmm. uh, to get the crowd going. Hey ho, we'll see. See how it plays. Okay, so my the last pick of round ten, and I think we're going to take a little break after this, maybe, and just have a have a quick rundown of rosters and a quick chat about everything. For my last pick, again, it's fairly shocking that this man hasn't been picked. Like this is the fortieth pick of a European draft, and Mark Haskins hasn't been picked yet. Yep, I had him on my list, but I was still like, because. Uh, I do like Haskins, but we saw an awful lot of him, didn't we, over the past yeah, couple of years? Yeah, that's so. the thing. He has become very... But I, I think for a 10th round pick, a guy with his name and that kind of thing, mm, and a guy yeah. you, you can do a lot with on the card, I'm pretty happy to get him in round 10. Um, so that's we all have made 10 picks each now, guys. Um, let's have a quick chat about our cards. Uh, Andy, you go first. Talk us through your cards so far, and are you happy with who you got so far? Yeah, um, currently looking at the 10 I've got, I've got more... Apart from, I don't know, about three or, three or four, I've got six of my top ten picks, what I, what I had on oh, my well. list. So, yeah, my years of fantasy football uh, expertise is coming into this. Um, no, no, it's looking good. I've got, I think I've got my women's match. Um, what's going to near enough top the card? It's just, yeah, this, deciding later on where where I'm going to go but no generally happy with what I've got and you went early on Becky Lynch you thought she wasn't worth leaving for another few rounds yeah um, with Becky Lynch it only come to me last night like bloody hell she's Irish because <laughs> of because <what, laughs> of watching watching Raw last night you know where she announced she were preggers uh, and I thought <laughs> oh yeah She's Irish. Oh, I've got I've got to get me notebook and write her down quickly. <laughs> but no, nah, no, nah, I think cracking pick that one. Yeah, absolutely. I I I thought she I I thought she'd be maybe my round three pick, but yeah, because, because she really is the biggest. Like, if you're going to talk about drawing power and star power, she's the biggest star in the game, really, isn't she? You know, like she's the only one who's oh, apart from Drew, I suppose. Does it count that Drew McIntyre headlined a WrestleMania? <laughs> but like, yeah. you know, I'd she see, headlined the proper one. <laughs> yeah. 
I'd stick Drew in there, but I think one of the ones what I wanted to put in was uh, definitely Ilya Dragunov, who's another yeah. one. Um, I know he, he won that title in WXW, but it's like WXW prog- Progress and NXT UK, especially, have like found this formula like, oh God, we don't we don't know what to do with him. He's having these great matches, but he's another one that they can't push the button on. Like, we'll give you the belt. There you go. Have like a six month run. He, he he seems to have had his ceiling in them two promotions. So looking to give him like a, a good run here. And what about you, Martin? Happy so far? Oh, definitely. I've got. Um, I had a top three that was Osprey, Zack Sabre Jr., and Alistair Black. So I've got two out of the three. So I'm well happy with that. Um, yeah, I think as we go into these other rounds, I might do more of a variety show, but I'm, making, I'm looking at my list and I'm like, bloody hell, I really wish this was a real promotion that I could build this around, even with this, the top <laughs> ten I've got. I've got Talkers in there. I mean, Jack Gallagher and Zack Sabre Jr., that's an instant headliner there for you. And just, yeah, Tegan against Millie. And then, um, yeah, I guess I need to start looking at more big lads for uh, Killian Dane to face off against. Um, really happy with my, you know, my young guys that I've got, Oku and A-Kid. So, yeah, mega happy about mine. Don't know what quite where Finn Balor's going to fit in there. I kind of, I think I f- picked him too early. I wasn't that interested in having him, but I thought, well, he's a big name. I can, and you know, and he, he can go when he wants to. That's, that's the thing about this game. You, you, you kind of, you have a list in mind and you have a plan, but then you you see a name on the table, say, that you didn't think would still be there at this point. And you, the, the dilemma is, do I stick to my plan mm. or do I take a name? But then you're kind of like, God, what do we do with this guy now? You know, so that's that's the, sometimes you have to kind of decide between one or the other. Do I stick to the, like, my game plan has completely gone out the window. Like I, I had a certain plan and looking at my list, I don't know how many of them I have. Um, num- the number one draw, like it's, it sounds great. You, you get the first pick in the game. And of course I have Will Ospreay, best wrestler in the world, all the plaudits like and that kind of thing but then you're sitting there waiting seven more picks before you get to come back again you know what mm-hmm. I mean so it's 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 good in one way but in another way then you're kind of a lot of good people go before you get your kind of opponent for him you know so I was happy to get Pac um, the controversial Cesaro I think one of the most underutilized people in the game and I think now I kind of my last kind of few picks I'm starting to get the guys that reflect my tastes in wrestling the kind of hard hitters and the technical guys and that kind of thing um, and then Benno Studio wrestling. Just before yeah. Benno there, Jamesy, I mean, with Will Ospreay, yeah. you've got a guy who can go with anyone who isn't selfish. He's willing to put guys over. I mean, fucking hell, talk about a guy to build a promotion round. That's like, he, he's oh, literally yeah. the number one, isn't he? Totally. I, I, if you guys had been number one, would you have gone for Ospreay as well? Definitely. Yeah, 100%. I think you were different, Andy. You wouldn't have gone for him. Is that right? Nope. Sorry. Yeah, we Sorry, I just went to the kitchen, missed the question. Oh, <laughs> I was just saying, if you had been the number one, if you had got the very first pick of the game, would you have gone for Osprey or not? Um, to be honest, um, I didn't have him on my list because I thought, well, whoever gets number one would pick him. Yeah, yeah, a bit, a bit of an arsehole's trick, really. Nah, stick with me, selection, Tyler Bay. (laughs) 
I, th- I think with mine, I think I'm going to have to relocate my company to Dublin. Uh, I feel like I've got a, I've got, I can put Walter Jordan, Devlin in my main events. They were like my first couple of picks. You've got okay. three OTT champions, Benno. Your top I was going to say, yeah. Probably the top three wrestlers in OTT history and Seamus. I tell you what, we, we should swap names, shouldn't we? <laughs> I, I can put uh, your plan oh, into action as well with Spike Trevay, uh, yes. Jamesy. And, uh, yeah. Got a load of heat there. And yeah, like you say, Scotty Davis is there on my undercard. Um, I think, yeah, I've maybe got a bit heavy on the talkers. I think I'm going to struggle to, as far as like putting a first card out, maybe I'm thinking too long term. I'm thinking about the draw and I'm thinking about where the characters fit on my uh, in my card. Um, but, you know, maybe I can flesh that out in the, uh, in the second go now. But yeah, I was made up to get Scotty Davis there. Apologies for uh, pipping you to that one, Jamesy. Uh, and like I say, I'm surprised to get Trent Seven so late. Uh, Paul Robinson's going to be a good character for me. I'm relatively happy, but I've got to be honest, I'm a little bit jealous looking at uh, the rest of you guys' uh, lineups at the moment. I know. I, I think it's all to play for. Like, there's, there's there's still good people on the board. There's still plenty, plenty picks to go. Um, will we get back into it again? Yep. So it's. I think it snakes back around to me again to start, isn't it? Um. So the yeah, first pick of round eleven. Um. Hmm. Yeah, there's a few people I'm thinking about now at this stage. Um. Yeah, let's stick to let's stick to what I know best. I'm going to stick with the with the solid technicians, and I'm going to go for the governor Martin Stone, known as Danny Birch in WWE. And I'm actually I'm going to call him Martin Stone. Like these oh, WWE oh, oh. names. We're back to the the governor is back. Danny Birch is dead. The governor is back in business. <laughs> That's one that didn't even occur to me until this morning. Like as, as somebody who's an option. Yes, uh, but yeah, some of the non NXT UK guys who were in NXT proper. Like, I had forgotten Gallagher for a long time as well. Killian Dane that Martin picked. Stone as well. There's a few of them there that kind of made it to NXT proper that you totally forget or ever there. Like, yeah. So, Andy, you're next. Yeah. Um, toss up between two or three guys here. Uh, right, I'm going to stick uh, Rampage Brown in the same mm. pair of hands. Definitely. And he's a name everyone knows as well, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, can have a match with anyone. I know it, it sometimes gets called the worker's worker, but I, I, in my own opinion, I think he comes across as believable and, yeah, someone who you won't mess with. Brilliant. So, Martin, you're next. As well. Yeah, you'll have oh, to pay yeah. for the rights to that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that with your budget, yeah. Uh, it, well, if, if I can't get the actual theme tune, I'll, I'll sing it. I'll sing it to him. <laughs> you and Jeff, no better man. <laughs> I'm going with someone. So Mark, you're who, going. Yeah, just to because I want to put someone up against Killian Dane, and I can't imagine he's on many people's list, but I just want to get him in there. I feel like he's uh, he's getting out there a bit more. He's kind of like been stuck in that NGW mode, but he's getting out there a bit more. Going to all Japan, oh. I thought he looked really impressive on the oh. Wrestle Talk Showcase, and to put someone up against Killian Dane, Lucas Steele, uh, aka oh, the awesome. UK's Mike Orson. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give him the full really giving. Definitely, good yeah. Fuck that seventies guy. I'm giving him the ECW killer gladiator <laughs> Mike Awesome gimmick. Gonna, he's got the mullet and everything. <laughs> oh, there's money to be made there, mate. Um, right, okay. Over to me. He was definitely on my list. I'm gonna go. I'm sure up my undercard at this point. So for round eleven, I'm gonna go with Dean Olmer. Oh, very much on my list. Yeah. Feels very Jamesy. 
Absolutely. I, I thought people might forget him and they might get to sneak him in, but yeah, very good. <laughs> One of the most under rated I would say and underused people in British wrestling at the, at the moment like when the scene has had so many people taken away I've no idea why he's not on Rev Pro cockpit shows every month mm. he's still really good oh definitely yeah and he's, he's not that old he's in his, still in his 30s I think because no. he's a vet and he's been around for a long time people kind of write him off maybe a little bit uh, totally. I think he's a yeah. similar age to Robbie X and, and just has been around as long as him I think he is anyway but he's somebody who could be used in that same role so yeah quite happy with that Right, on to the next round, and I'm first as we snake back. And I am going to go with... There's not many work rate guys left here. I was, I was, I'm thinking to try... There's a lot uh, of potentials, boom. though, isn't there? Yeah, mm. it's, it's like young guys uh, and stuff, stuff that are kind of left at this point. Mm. Okay, I am going to... I'm going to ask another question of you, Jamesy. Go uh, on, yeah. As far as the rules go. How do we all feel about wrestlers who are allegedly retired but did wrestle a match this year? Oh, oh if, 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 if they have a match on Cage Match in 2020, they're totally fine. Yeah, I've got the same person, I think. Yeah, and I know who it is as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just but to confirm. No problem. Yeah. Has, has Martin Kirby had a match this year? I believe he has. Yeah, so Dragon Gate tour. That's what his final uh, tour was, weren't he, earlier it, in the year? I only asked because I was at. I, I was pretty sure he did, and then I thought, was that this year? Like with the way time has been these last two months, like WXW 16 Carat feels like it was three years ago. Mm. Uh, you could have convinced me that was last year at this point. Yeah, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Martin Kirby. Uh, Great pick, very good. Uh, and you know you what? Spud as well, Benno. I did indeed. No, they'd make a great either tag team or against each other. Oh, they'd have a they'd have a whale of a time in there, wouldn't they? Uh, and retirement retirements in wrestling anyway, Benno. You know yourself. They don't, they don't count anyway. They don't count. <laughs> yeah. He's having a nice break now while this pandemic hits. And once that's all gone, he'll be, he'll be back again. I wouldn't worry about him too much. Yeah, yeah, his last match was actually on the 1st of March, his last Dragon Gate match. Oh, God. oh wow. That, that recent. Yeah. Wow. That's what I mean about time these last two months. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, feels like a lifetime ago. Uh, Martin, you're up. Oh, it's me. Right. Um... I feel like I haven't got that many characters in my promotion. Um, What's up? And I know I'm going to go with now one of the best talkers, Southampton's own. I've uh, been doing some great stuff in Sardom in Japan. I'm going to go with Jamie Hater. Nice. Definitely someone who's like pretty good in the ring, but all the character work, and she had that great showing on AEW and that, and I feel like she'd be a good foil to Eva Teague and Knox and Millie McKenzie. Andy, you're up. Hiya. Uh, yeah, next pick. Next pick. I'm going to go for, well, a talker, which is a bit of a surprise in uh, my listing. Uh, Nathan Cruz. Hmm. You can, uh, um, well, if you remember back from, like, progress, he, he was always, like, a good, like, you know, shithouse baddie. And many a time when I've seen NGW live, he's, He's always someone that has the crowd against him, and yeah, he always he always gets the right reactions for a baddie. Uh, and very, to be honest, he's actually very underrated. And I think quite a few promotions, and I've maybe said this to a few people, like over like last couple of years, that like there is some promotions that miss a wrestler like Nathan Cruz who can do it on the mic, and he's 
solid in solid in the ring. So yeah, Nathan Cruz, my next pick. And also that uh well that team he was in with Elegero and Dave Mastiff, the uh, uh the origin. Yeah, the banter edition of that as well, that was pretty funny. Yes. Hmm. Now God, it's getting tough, isn't it? It really yeah, is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because you don't know what to go with up and comers, or you want to take some of the big yeah. names that are still left yeah. there. There's like there are there are names there, and I'm thinking you're looking at someone and you think, can I leave him, or is he going to get snapped up straight away? Like mm-hmm. it really is difficult. Um, okay, staying on brand, I'm going to go with uh, the man who wrestled Spike Trevay in that great Riptide match that we reviewed only a few weeks ago. I'm going to go with Jordan Breaks. There it is. That's a Jamesy pick. Yep. I had him on my list, but way, way down. I think I was hoping he'd stay till yeah. sort of like 1920. Yeah. I just thought that with the review that he might be on a few people's lists. And as I said, I, I'm building a nice kind of hard hitting technical division. So I think he'll he'll fit in very nicely on my mid card. Um, so that's him. Um, God, where do I go next? You know what, Benno? You said earlier about people who'd retired. And mm. I thought you meant I thought you meant somebody else. Oh. And this might be a surprising one to people. I'm going to go with Doug Williams, who has actually oh. wrestled. I think you you saw him wrestle yourself, Martin, in person, didn't you? In in Noah, he, yeah, he wrestled he for had, pro uh, wrestling Noah in January. Yeah, he was in that uh, six man tag against uh, him and Muto faced off against each other. Yeah. So I'll take Doug Williams. Still gets a really good reaction in Japan as well. Crowd were really up for oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. A respected veteran, you could like you can the obvious match there is some kind of Europe uh, British rounds match with Jordan Breaks or something like that. So yeah, I think he'll fit in nicely in my roster. And also good and good guy to, to have sorry. Dean Ormark backstage because you know good guys to agent the matches and you know be there for the younger guys and stuff like that. I suppose I might be thinking about it a bit too deeply, but yeah, good guy <laughs> know, to have around backstage. Well, it's it's, it's, ben, it's Benno took him. Benno has Dean Allmark. Oh, right. I thought I, you had him. So. I'll take, I, if you want to give him to me, Benno, I'll take him. No problem. Oh, we can talk trades at the end, you know, James. You can have a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for a Yeah, I'll give you my entire roster, James, if we'll spray what you're at. I'll just have him in a ring on his own. Just do an autograph. Yeah, yeah, do some flips, do a couple of things off the top onto a crash pad. I feel like, I'm, but you know what, can I book myself? I'll put myself in there with him, he can squash yep. me. <laughs> I reckon he could get three and a half stars out of you, Benno, no problem. You won't oh, be man. a Brit rest promoter if you didn't book yourself on the show either. <laughs> exactly. Pop yourself in all the angles. <laughs> Andy, you're up again. Yeah, uh, pick number 13. Uh, I'm going to go for... Uh, one of my favourites from uh, Tidal Wrestling. Uh, I'm going to go for Will Cruz, who's uh, very much in the style of uh, is it, of like Bam Bam Bigelow. He can shift for a big lad. Um, seen him have some great matches uh, against Big Guns Joe, uh, Rampage. He's also been in PCW recently. Uh, gotten over. He, he works better as a bad guy. So he's, I'm going to have him. Yeah, in uh, number 13, Will Cruz. Yeah, I saw him in uh, Breeden. Yeah, I've got to go agree. He's uh, definitely someone who's underrated. And if the Brit scene was uh, carrying on currently, I feel like he's someone who we'd start seeing in a lot more promotions. Yeah, certainly. Certainly. This is the point where Andy starts taking us to school now and starts telling us mm. about people that 
I reckon if we, we look at Andy's roster in two years' time, I would think it's the greatest thing ever because so many of these guys are just going to be huge names in British wrestling, you know, that kind of a way. Yeah, definitely. You're up, Martin. Right, I'm up. Well, I'm looking down my roster and I haven't really got many sort of like comedy guys where he can work comedy, but he can also, as Breed have shown, uh, with the build up to him winning the belt, uh, have shown, you know, real good underdog that all the crowd can get behind. And I definitely thought Andy was going to have him in his top 10 since um, I actually witnessed Andy and Jeff with their entourage dancing around the ring when he won at a Breed show. So, yeah, I'm going to go for Big Guns Joe. Oh. I feel like, yeah, he, he can do comedy, but then he, his breed of show, and he can also get a crowd really behind him uh, on his sort of like, you know, trip to the top sort of thing. Yeah, no. It, it, to be honest, he wasn't in my, anywhere near my top 20. Really? But, uh, no. Yeah, uh, but as it as it's as the list is going down i'm actually looking for more comedy like comedy element now uh mm. i was worried that you were going to say one in my list but uh yeah we'll we'll see it's funny that isn't it yeah the, the lower we get the more we're going for the meme wrestlers or like the comedy wrestlers <laughs> i think it's uh, tells you something about brit wrestlers that once we've uh, we've got the big names out the way uh, yeah. like bigger names you could have picked over Big Guns Joe, but like I said, I want a load of variety on my show, so I'm trying yeah. to like look at different aspects of it now. Really good shout. Right. I'm kind of wondering as regress at this point, whether I should regress entirely and either have a token second on the card women's match, or whether I should just go full regress and, and not even bother with the women's division at this point. <laughs> uh, so a lot of the big picks have been taken at this point. But I'm going to give it a go. And I'm going to go with Killer Kelly. Yep. Good feel like, you know, not the finished article yet, but there's so much there. But like, even, you know, that match on Rip of the Riptide show we watched was a bit bit throwaway uh, with Mad Care, but she was very, very... She's got she's got something about it. It's like a presence, isn't it, with her? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she's uh, she's definitely one of my favourite uh, women's wrestlers to watch. So I'll go with her. I and also, I'll... did she have a merch line out of the room when she was at WXW as well? So, oh, there you go, money to be made there too. Hmm. So yeah, I think I'll save. I'll come back to my quote-unquote women's division later. Oh, my God, all the all the ripping apart of progress ideas, and I am well going with second on the card women's action at this point. Uh, but I'll come back to that. And I think to start off the next round, my card really does need rounded out. I am going to go, you know what? Oh, it's getting really uh, tough at this point. I would like to have a bit more flippiness on my card, just thinking about putting the card together Ooh. and having the uh, traditional flippy. But he's not particularly a very flippy guy, but he's just he's a guy you can, He's going to go in my multi-man, I think. Uh, I'm going to go with Carlos Roma. I think there's, uh, there's mm. something there with him. Nice opening match wrestler. Uh, I'm going to go with him before he disappears. So, yeah, Carlos Romo. Yeah, good pick. And that means we're back to Martin. Yep. Right, so I've got my one comedy wrestler and I need another one to put him up against. Then a guy who should be more places, isn't more places, and maybe it might cause people to downvote my card because they maybe not aware of who he is, but best entrance in Brit Rest, I'm going with Matt Brooks. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I thought he might be on your list, Andy, so that's why I had to take him now. 
Yeah, no, he's brilliant, Matt Brooks. Deserves more places. If, if you answer, every entrance is pretty different as well, isn't it? Different songs mm-hmm. that he does. He's a trained opera singer, got a great look. There's lo- loads of versatility, I feel, there uh, that you could go with him once you move away from sort of like uh, the comedy stuff. Yeah, certainly. Certainly, Martin. You're up, Andy. Yeah, uh, next pick for me, um, just going off like Will Cruz, uh, someone who's worked well with him in the past and can work with, well, I think a broom is uh, Brady Phillips, who's another one who maybe don't get the uh, opportunities he deserves. Yeah, great look. Really sort of like reliable every time I've seen him at Breeden and he's been on those Red Pro shows in Sheffield as well. So, yeah, definitely I had him on my list. Definitely um, someone will be interesting to see um, him as he sort of like fleshes out in more and more promotions. Yeah, he's, he's someone who can talk really as well. He can give stuff to the crowd and he, he's got the, he's got the flashy sides to him, but he can also work very technically. And nah, he's a very good wrestler, Brady Phillips. Okay, I need to start filling in gaps on my card. So first of all, I need an opponent for Nikki Cross. Um, Looking at the female options, it's starting to get a little bit thin, so I don't want to leave it too much longer. I'm going to go with her fellow Scott in Viper, Piper Niven. Oh no, I'm going to struggle that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that could be a nice dynamic, kind of her being the undersized kind of baby face up against the the, the monster heel. So that's my women's match sorted. And I'm going to get a tag team partner for Axel Dieter Jr. in Fabian Eichner. Oh. So, um, yeah, that's a couple of gaps. I just was afraid to leave those two any longer in case they got taken or I'd be left with nothing. So, yeah, back to Andy again. Yeah, uh, next pick, what are we on? Number 15. Uh, I'm going to go for my mate, Gabriel Kidd. Someone who... Oh, yeah. yeah. Great, never even thought of him. Great to, to be, shout. To be honest, um, especially many of my runnings with him at Southside and Tidals, <laughs> he's great as a, a bad guy. He's great at giving it to the crowd and he's instantly someone who can... I think fit anywhere in the in the top part of the card, in the middle of the card. Now Gabriel Kidd. I totally whiffed on him. And he's yeah. Again, he's somebody I think in two or three years' time you look back at this and he looked like a great pick in the fifteen round. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, definitely. Now so he's in New Japan and stuff. Exactly, yeah. That's why he slipped my mind. He's over there kind of out of sight, out of mind almost at this point. Uh Martin, you're next. Well, um, Certainly bigger names, and the certainly, but uh, do I want to go for him? I don't know. Um, yeah, fuck it, I'll go for him. One of the other sort of like Brit rest, quote unquote, legends, guy who can still go, guy I think I'd be good to have around some of the sort of like younger guys and sort of like mentor them. I'll go with Jody Fleisch. Oh, yeah. Forgot about him. Top of my list for next, Martin. You've just picked me yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Got me. Hmm. No, that's, a good, that's a really good shout, though, Jody, because that's the thing. You could, yeah. you can slot into your tag division. You can do your flippy multiband. You can work with your younger wrestlers. Real good way to round out your card. That good shout, Martin. Right. Over to me. And it is getting kind of slim pickings at this point, isn't it? I'm going to go with someone who... 
you know, I've pro- again, I think I'm the one who's picking the most people he's slagged off on the podcast just because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think maybe, maybe I'm willing to think, you know, if just if I get my creative uh, hands on them and, uh, and do something different with them. I feel like it's fair, though. Coming this late in the draft, I feel like he should have gone already. I'm going to go with Dan Maloney. Yeah. Surprised nobody fancied him. Surprised. I I was hoping you were going to be adamant about not picking him. I know. (laughs) It's just because he's, to be honest, it's mostly because he's a dickhead on social media. Um, (laughs) And I don't think he's as good as he thinks he is. But I I can never deny, even when I have a go at him, and I'll argue with Will about him, uh, there's obviously something there. Like, look back, if I think back to his his Fight Club Pro heel run, where he was just a dude in jeans that had come out and powerbomb Shea Perser. Like, I love that run. And, you know, I I wasn't as high on, you know, the stuff he's done in Fight Club Pro. You know, the the Osprey match, for example, I kind of thought was very Osprey. Uh, But I can't deny there's something there with him. So, yeah, I'm quite happy with that. So, yeah, Dan Maloney. And I will go for... My next pick, again, kind of shocking that it's coming this late. In the in the in the vein of of Haskins, and in the vein of him being kind of dead in the water where he is right now, feel like I could do more with him. I'm gonna go with Mark Andrews. Yeah, and I thought that's yeah. who you're gonna pick be, before you picked the other one. Shocking, he's come so late though, isn't it? Like yeah, how the how the uh, the mighty have fallen. He'd be a first five pick maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah, just talking about this. <laughs> Pick seventy one in a Euro draft, like that's if if that doesn't sum up the WWE stink, I don't know what does. But like that's a great bargain to get him at this point, I think. Mm. So back to you, Martin. Well, I feel since sort of like Balor, Devitt, whatever you want to call him, he's been sort of like going down the sort of like bad guy heel route recently, and I need a I need to get him some muscle, some like dude. Another Irish guy who I feel, oh, I thought, well, maybe could have left him a bit longer, but I'm going to go with Sean Max Guinness, guy who can um, have good matches with a lot of people. I feel like he'd be, him and Balor together would be a, a good combination. Yeah, great shout. Pure solid. Tag team, undercard opener. You can do a lot with Sean Guinness. Really, really good pick. Andy, back to you. Right. Um... Just going down my list here. Um, yeah, um, I go for next pick Adam Maxted. Mm. Very good. I had him on my shortest. Same. He's, yeah. he's got... improving all the time. Mm. Yeah. Talk about, I would say the best improved wrestler in the UK in the last couple of years. Yeah, be easily. I think. Oh God, he might have been two. I think two, three years ago, first time I seen him were at PCW, and I thought, oh God, this was still when he had like the Love Island stench on him, and I thought, nah, he's he's not brilliant. He'll never make it. But like years after, like couple of years after seeing him on like a couple of NGW shows, and also you know like World of Sport, I think he's shown himself to be like a good good talent. He's got the look, obviously, but uh, nah. Go with Adam Mapstead, next one. Okay. Um, I've got a very super serious promotion on the go at the moment. A lot of technical wrestlers, a lot of hard wrestlers, a lot of work rate. I need to have a bit of comedy on here. So I am going to go with my first Irish pick. I'm going to go with the Session Mott Martina. Oh, wow. Yeah, have to mix it up a bit. 
No, good pick as well, though. Obviously, she's incredibly popular with the crowd, and I feel like, um, you know, he could... I think she's proven she's a bit more versatile than people yeah, would have credit exactly. for when she was taking yeah. on the likes of Miko and stuff. Yeah, it's people I have a specific plan for at this stage. And somebody whose name was actually mentioned, I'm going to go the comedy route again. I'm going to pick Mad Kurt at this point as well. A little bit mm. of comedy. Somebody who's been making a name for himself in the last while, slagging off the likes of Pete Dunn relentlessly on Twitter. Have to get all Mad Kurt in there for the kids. <laughs> so back to Andy. Yeah, um, I'm going down the comedy route as well. Uh, I'm going to go for... Uh, Mr. Grado. I wondered yeah. about Grado. I wondered who was coming. Yeah. I completely and, and I, forgot about him, to be honest yeah. with you. Good shout and out, I checked, Andy. I'd completely forgotten about him. He yeah, I had to, 2020 as well, so it's all good. Yeah, I had to check that up tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I wasn't sure, but he has yet, so that's that's a great pick. Like, you talk, Jesus, you, you talk about a big draw to get in the 17th round. That's like a guy a guy who's headlined a, a show that drew how many in Scotland? Was it 4,000 or something like that? More, yeah, 4,000. Yeah, yeah, 4,000. Right, you're up, Martin. Right, oh, let's look. Do I need a flippy guy? Do I need a vet? Who do I need now? Hmm. A few up-and-comers, and there's a few people that I want to give a chance to, but I feel I might get downvoted for people not knowing who they are, so I might leave them till later. Uh, you know what? Since this is Europe, I'm going to go with uh, the French sensation Senza Volta. I feel like he'd be a great <laughs> sort of like opening night. You can put him in there with a lot of the uh, like the UA kids and things like that, so yeah, I'll go with Senza Volta. Very good take. Good shout. Right, over to me. I'm going to go with a, with a bit of youth because I think I could do some. Um, and I think if we did this two years ago, you'd have been very uh, much earlier on the list. I'm going to go with Omari. Yeah, that's a great pick. You'd all forgotten about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i tell you what, lads, there's a couple of like name. I don't know if people are forgetting them or if it's we're all kind of playing chicken here, but there's a couple of reasonable names we have there. There's lots. There's lots there. At this point, I have to pick certain people because I have to put them in certain slots on the card and it kills me to leave them off. But there are plenty, like we have, what, one, two, three full rounds left and there's a lot of people that shouldn't be in those rounds, shall I say, based on my list anyway. Big yeah, names. Same, yeah. Yeah. So you're again, Benno. Okay. I'm wondering whether to go down that road or not, or to uh, or to maybe risk it a couple more picks. I'm going to go risky. I am going to pick unbelievably the uh, the former Progress champion this year who's come this far down the list, uh, Eddie Dennis. Yeah, I like yeah. Eddie Dennis. I don't like maybe the way he was booked as Progress champion, getting the belt when he was. Injured anyway, so they couldn't do much with him, and then he cut a load of probos, and then Lord knows he got injured again. But thinking about it, I've only got to put one show on, lads. So you know, I can get him out there, cut a kill promo. He can have a match. If he gets injured, he gets injured. It's it's one it's one show. It's one and done for me. So maybe I'll let him and Mark Andrews. Um, I was going to say you've got Andrews there, yeah. TLC match to bed, or maybe I could team them up. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I'll go with Eddie Dennis. No, the rattlesnake is up again. Right. Um, yeah, there are some big names, aren't there? But I'm not. I don't know if it's just because you were maybe sick of seeing them on so many shows and stuff, and you're trying to go for something a bit different. 
But um, yeah, I guess I've got someone. Hmm, he's definitely a potential, definitely based off that Wrestle Talk show, sorry, Mon. And I've got to have someone to go against Sons of Alto, so I'm going to pick Callum Newman. Ooh. Great look, great flippy guy. Looked great on that. Um, was it against David Starr on that Wrestle Talk show? The uh, no fan. It one? was, oh, yeah. Fantastic in there. So, yeah, definitely tons of potential. So, yeah, Colin Newman. Ooh. Andy's up again. Yeah. Uh, yeah a bit tougher now. There is, a, honestly, like, I think, like Benno said, a lot of big names still not gone yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, dear. It's one of them who should have fit. I'm tying between who should have fit in the I Flyers thing or against the comedy guy, Grado. Uh, right. I'm going to go for. Right. I'm going to go for. Stanley Arms' his own and Preston's own Middle Eastern millionaire, Sheikh El Sham. Oh, nice. Ah. <laughs> I did have him. I'm like, I was thinking 19 or 20, Sheikh El Sham. That's a really good shout. Yeah, I was looking yeah. at him. Great look, great yeah. promo. Yeah. Definitely someone who, who deserves to be in a lot more promotions. Oh, it would be perfect for my NWA studio show, I'll tell you what. Missed out there. Yeah. <laughs> him yeah. and Nick Aldis would have had some good promos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh lads, I'm 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 so torn now. I, I have a, I had a specific plan. I have three people left that I'm pretty sure nobody will want, but will fit perfectly on my card and make logical matches that'll make sense when you have them on paper. But Jesus, there's people here that can can I can I leave them on the table at this point? Like they're just they shouldn't be here in round eighteen and nineteen. Like oh god, what will I do? Go on, James. You pick Wolfgang. <laughs> Not quite, but like he's yeah. The ones he's the ones I want to pick are underwhelming, but they they have a place on the card and they make they round the card out perfectly and, and it makes total sense in the matches I want them in. No, I'm sticking to the plan. So I'm gonna pick um oh what do I do? Okay, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna go for my completely off the wall pick here that, that I do think satisfies the rules and I'm a bit afraid that Benno has them so I just want to get them now before anyone else does my pick in round 18 is Kane wait what, <laughs> what? look on Wikipedia <laughs> Kane was born in Spain look no. at his swear to God. Look, look, look at his Wikipedia he is was, this Kane he Velasquez was, no it's the, the deep Kane <laughs> the Undertaker's brother, the Demon Kane. He was born in a place called Terrahon de Ardos in Spain in on April 26, 1967. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's apparently a US military camp. Um, oh, end it now, James. He's won. Fuck me. I, I was desperately <laughs> trying today, James, to find someone like that. Like I, I came I, across I, the Bruno so, Martino and Andre the Giant. I was like, well, the dead, so I can't have them. I, I had in my, in my mind like a memory that like Shawn Michaels lived on uh, military camps when he was younger, but he wasn't yeah. born on one. So there wasn't him. I didn't even think of Kane. Oh, that's brilliant. Did you I, know I, that? Or were you just looking for every WWE wrestler in existence? No, i tell you what happened. I, I had it in my head for days and days and days that somebody like that 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 a fairly well-known WWE guy 
<laughs> was born in Europe. I, like, and I, I had heard it years ago. And I was talking to a friend of mine earlier, and it was they tipped me off. They said, "Do you realise that Kane was born in Spain?" And there you go, looked Kane it up. Came from Spain. Fuck it. Came from Spain. Yeah. Really tickled me that. The Spanish sensation, Kane. <laughs> the Spanish God. <laughs> I, I can't believe I got that in round 18. I didn't want to leave it till 20 because I, I had a terrible fear that somebody had spotted the same thing. So I said, I better get him out of the way. And I'm also pretty sure that nobody wants my last few. My, my next pick is Alexander Wolf. Um, not by any means the best wrestler on the board, but a guy that fits my promotion and fits in a particular match that I want to do. So Alexander Wolf. Yeah, good hand to have as well. Um, he had a good yeah. match on NXT UK. Who was that against now? Uh, Ilya in, in January. Yeah, they Great had a good match. match yeah. yeah, yeah. And I have Axel Dieter Jr. and Fabian Eichner. So there's a plan, let me say. There's a plan forming. So, Andy. Yeah, uh, pick number 19. Uh, I, don't, I don't think this has been said yet. Valkyrie. Nope, she's not been taken. I can't believe it's not been taken. <laughs> yeah, Valkyrie. Yeah, it's true that she's been... Uh, I mean, I was maybe thinking about her for these rounds, but yeah, she's been absolutely fantastic on the OTT shows um, in the past uh, past year or so. I, I was going to do her and Becky. Are you, you're obviously going to do her and Becky Lynch. No, 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 no. I've got one mind for the next match. So, right, okay. Right, because my thinking was, I, if I got Becky Lynch, I might do kind of her against Becky Lynch as the the young up and coming Irish wrestler against the the Irish superstar. But yeah, anyway, Martin, you're next. I'm thinking now. So obviously we've only got. Is it two we've got left? Two left. Um, yeah. You guys, Martin and Benno have two, and me and Andy have one each left. I'm thinking, is there someone that I've forgotten? Is there someone I've missed off? Because I can think of a couple of big names, but I don't know if I want them in there. Or I don't know if I want to go. Because I know I'm going to pick for my last one. Uh, oof. God, it's so hard now. Because do you go with the well-known name? Is there yeah, someone that I've forgotten about? Yeah. Who's the WWE regular or something? Some... There's going to be someone who I've forgotten about. Um... Based completely off his um, great promo and his performance in the last Riptide, I'm going to say Mike Bird. Yeah, the last Riptide show really won me over on him. I thought that yeah. promo video that he did at the start was really good. I thought he had a really good match, and I think he's, uh, despite Benno's misgivings about his look, I can change that. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think he's, he'd be a good guy to have around. Shows. This has gotten really interesting because it's like I was finding the previous rounds really di- difficult, and now because I'm fourth, I'm going to pick my nineteen and twenty, and I'm done. Yeah, and I feel like there's the, like you said before, Jamesy. There's people on the table who like I don't want to leave on the table. We could have done twenty five rounds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could have. That's really surprised me. That yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we could have a bonus round at the end or something. I don't know. Um, I feel like, um, based off you and Jamesy and Andy as well, you might have picked more WXW guys, but there's tons of them guys as well. There's lots the and lots. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I have to fill in gaps at this point, or, or there's people I would love to. Mm. Okay. Um, on that point, you've actually just changed my mind there, Martin. I was thinking of going with it. I was thinking the last two, let's just grab a tag team. 
but I'm not. I'm going to go with two individual guys. And I think, yeah, Martin's just giving me an idea there. He was he was on my watch list, but I haven't really thought about him until now. I'm going with Bobby Guns. You know, Bobby Guns on my card. That says a lot, doesn't it? Nineteenth. Shouldn't be this. I mean, no. how many Germans have we picked? You know. Yeah, if we had done this two years ago, I reckon he's the top five or six rounds pick based on popularity mm-hmm. and based on how over he was after that Karras 2018 that we were at where he really got over. That's mm-hmm. some fault from Grace, isn't it? Like the, he's, a, he's, a, he's a last minute change of mind pick for you in round 19, you know? Yeah. Okay. And with that in mind, oh, it's either, right now it's either young guy or experience. Young guy or experience. I think I've just got a lot of experience on the cards. I'm going to apologise when we're done if nobody picks the guy I'm thinking of. Uh, but in the meantime, I didn't miss something. You didn't pick Nathan Martin, did you, Jamesy? No, I didn't. I'm going to throw on Nathan Martin in. Like him on my undercard. That's what was killing me about my plan. I, oh. like I, had, I had people I had to pick, and they're the ones jumping out at me off the page. I'm thinking, oh, why can't I make room for them? But it, there's it's no kind of like, it, it, I suppose the logic is, isn't it? It's, you know, you're putting a card together now. And yeah. I know if this yeah. is a real yeah. wrestling promotion, you might be thinking, you know, Nathan Martin, give, a, give him give him a couple of years. He's going to be one of my top guys. He fills up, he'll fill a space on my card. But, mm. yeah, you've got to kind of think about the here and now a little bit, haven't you? Um, yeah. I, I struggle just, with that, though, yeah. I've left, I've left some people there that uh, I really didn't want to leave. Yeah. My, my last five rounds basically have been just slots I need to fill rather than people mm. that like this I can see God it would be interesting I say there's nearly another good promotion you can make out of people that are left at this point decent like you know what I mean mm. better than you would think Very anyway Martin Martin off you go Last right, pick. I'm going for a completely left field pick and um, I think there's only probably Andy will have seen him before but since I'm a Sheffield promotion I want a Sheffield wrestler that I can build up as my own homegrown guy and um, yeah he's, I think I've only really seen him in breed so I'm going to go with Alex Michaels Great double act with his girlfriend, Kaylee Ann Scott, and I feel like he's got bags of potential. Yeah, she was a gobby cow, wasn't she? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't like the Ogdens. (laughs) Oh, no, I said said we weren't the lockers. But hey-ho, story of my life. So yeah, just for that local guy that I'm going to build up, and I'm going to, you know, have him, you know, as my local hero. Yeah, definitely that pick for my last one. Andy, last pick. Yeah, um, final pick. Um, so, well, one I was thinking of picking if everyone else was gone who, who weren't picking, but I'm not picking him, uh, was T-Bone, who I thought, well, he can actually bring the ring. So I won't have to... <laughs> Do you a good deal on a ring. <laughs> yeah. But uh, my final pick will be uh, Aaliyah James, who's Excellent. another young Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. Potential. You've got her and Valkyrie there, two of the best young up-and-coming female wrestlers there. That's a good pick. Yeah. Um, okay, my last pick, again, uh, definitely what I would call a functional pick. Um, might seem a little bit strange to people, but again, there's a slot on the card I need to fill, and the, he, he is the fourth part in a logical match. I'm going to go with Veit Muller from Germany. Ooh. As I said, there are plenty better wrestlers on the card, but as I said, there's logic, there's a plan. It'll all look good on paper once it all comes together, I think. 
that's that's interesting. Is that us for the twenty? Do we want to do any bonus rounds, or are we just leaving the, the lads on the table? I think we should. I think I think we should because it's an interesting debate about you could build another promotion around them and yeah. set these rules out, aren't we? Did Kane definitely have a fucking match in twenty? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did he wrestle in twenty twenty? Shit! Oh, it doesn't oh, no. say so on cage match, but I think he might have had one. At, didn't he have an Inferno match against Bray Wyatt at one of the Saudi at the Saudi show? Maybe. No. That would be on cage match, though, wouldn't it? If he's not on cage match, I'll take him back. There's no problem. Did he win the 24 7 title? Because you can count that as a match. Mm, no, I think he, um, he had a match against uh, Bray Wyatt, I think. Let's have a look at the old cage match. It's not. It only goes up to 2018, but I am looking at uh, Super Showdown in the The Fiend in an Inferno match, and he was certainly on SmackDown in 20 in January as well. What do you think? I'll t- if you guys think I should take him out, I'll take him out. No problem. It's no, strange that his case match only goes up to 2018. Him. I want you to leave him in. Yeah, and it does seem like he has had a match in 2020. Yeah, I reckon we we had our chance to uh, to call you on it, but it's just it's too good. It's too good. You got you've got to leave him in. And the, the, the match the match I have as well is good crack. It's it's more. It's not going to be a difference maker or anything like that. It's actually a funny match. Um, but yeah, will we just go down our list at the people who weren't picked? I'm just going to call a few names out of people that I had kind of earmarked but didn't fit in at the end. Uh, Johnny Storm wasn't picked. Yeah. Uh, I was expecting him to follow Jody Fleisch. Jody Fleisch, James Mason wasn't picked. A good, good technical hand. Um, LJ Cleary, the main single guy from More Than Hype. Yeah. Um, Kings of the North weren't picked. Mm-hmm. Um, who else have I got there Did that's you interesting? Pick Michael May. No, Michael May wasn't picked. Um, loads of the Irish. Um, Terry Thatcher would have been a, a useful oh, guy to yeah. pick. Um, who else have I got down there? You know, all the WXW guys, Mario Salani, Avalanche, Jorn Simmons, Noam Dar, WWE. I, I thought Noam Dar, I thought someone else might yeah. go for him. I wanted absolute Andy on the WXW point. If I had another couple of picks, I might yes. have grabbed in at him and maybe put him in a tag team or something. Yeah, I was, going, I was going to have him and Mario Salani as a tag team at one point because they were actually a really mm. good team a couple of years ago. I was going to put Absolute Andy in the comedy match with Session Moth. I thought that would have been funny as well. Mm-hmm. Um, El Ligero. Mm. Yeah. Shaw Samuel. Yeah. Shaw Samuel Shaw. is the one. Yeah. Every every pick for those last four, I was like, I should grab Shaw. I can't leave Shaw on the table. Yeah. He just doesn't yeah. fit into what I wanted to do. That great yeah. hand as well to have because obviously he's been absolutely proven so commentary yeah. and stuff. Jimmy Havoc didn't get picked in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Drew I was expected Parker. to grab number twenty. Yeah, Drew Parker wasn't picked. Um, oh, good for the death match. Kid Lycos, Kid Lycos two wasn't picked. Mm. Um, who else? Chuck Mambo. Yep. Yeah, Chuck was on my short list. Pretty deadly. I was I was very Pretty close deadly. to Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my head they were my nineteen twenty. Yeah. And right up until Martin kind of put Bobby Guns in my head as someone yeah. to fill up hard. Yeah. They were, I was very, I didn't think anyone would go for that. I, to be honest, I probably would have just said Pretty Deadly 1 and Pretty Deadly 2, because even now I'm trying to... <laughs> yeah. I, I had to write their names down earlier because I had no idea what they were. Um, Kytel's a big name from Ireland, not being picked. Debbie Kytel, uh, Katie Harvey, loads of women. Uh, Rhea O'Reilly, Raven Creed, Zoe Lucas, 
Laura Di Matteo, Jetta, Alpha Female would have counted. Um, I kind of abandoned my women's division plans. Yeah. Spotted, uh, I love Ginny, Michaela Kelly. Ginny, yeah. Tony Storm. Uh, Tony Storm's not British, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said that joke before, and I thought, hang on. <laughs> Am I yeah, missing I forgot. I, keep, I forgot she's been yeah. in England so long. She, just really... she lives in Birkenhead, yeah. though, so there is a that. Couple, <laughs> a couple of times I put Travis Banks on my list, and I was like, no, 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 no. He's just, <laughs> he's British, but he's not He's not from from Europe. Yeah. Connor yeah. Mills is another one. As he opened, would have been one like that, like Travis, wouldn't he? Um, yeah. yeah. Kenny Williams. Mm, I was going to pick Kenny, but I feel like. He's yeah, it's too far gone now with him. I feel like he's um he's someone I was really high on, but I feel like now he's I don't see it for him anymore. I think the Scots have been a bit underrepresented. <laughs> I don't know if that tells you something, but Joe Coffey, Wolfgang, Mark Coffey, yeah. yeah Not so... great, is it? Yeah. So Oof. there we go, guys. Warren Keep Banks was someone I was Eat thinking up. about picking as well yes, from that yeah. tide show from the mm. other week. Chantel I Jordan, thought, yeah. that fifteen-year-old who had that great match against Joey Janela. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell Bannum, another mm, guy. Yeah. I'm surprised. I, 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 sorry, James. Surprised. Uh, 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 go on, Andy. I, sorry. Yeah, um, I had well, probably three or four on my list. So might have put in Lana Austin. Oh yeah. Um, Joey Hayes. Yeah, shortlisted. Uh, um. Uh, David Graves won, and yeah, um, my boy Ashton Smith, I would have stuck in there as well. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. so it, I don't, he can get a good match out of someone. Yeah, I think I think in my head I had quite a long shortlist, and I thought most of these guys are going to be gone, and I'd be using my nineteen twenty for you know the likes of Pretty Deadly. For I thought Andy Boy Simmons would be a funny pick uh, if I was stuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> AW's Kip Sabian was still on the board. Yeah. Uh, Gideon Gray would have been a good character. Gene Money's one. I thought when you guys were going like comedy, us, yeah, yeah, he was going to go. I think when um, when Andy went with uh, with Grado, I thought maybe that's where you were going. Gene Money Grado was the uh, the big comedy dream match. Uh, yeah, there's a few shockers there. Like I, I did think I'd have to maybe dip into the northwest a bit more as well. I had Callum Corey, Son of Dyson, someone who's not you know the finished article. Yeah. I don't think and it isn't. I thought I mean, Andy would take him. Yeah, but I think he's I'll very good. No. Um, I was going to say, it's a shame he missed out by a month, but I would have said Flutter. You could have... <laughs> <laughs> uh, active wrestler, he counts. If, if he did this last year, he could have had uh, Andy Q as well. Yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> nope, nope, you went for the anti-fun police as well, if they were going for comedy. Yeah. I'm glad about that. <laughs> it says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. I think we're, we're all sick of them. Big out. guys to have. I think, um, obviously, it used to go by Luke Menzies. He, he had some cracking big lad matches uh, before he went off to WWE. Obviously, he's Ridge Holland in now. Thinking about him as a, as a potential guy as well. Yeah, big time. Um, yeah, there we go. Do you want to do putting have... the cards together? Do we want to take a break and have a think about it? Or yeah, I, I think we, we 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 take a few days and put them up on Twitter. Maybe something like Monday, just to give people mm. a chance to listen in and listen to how we put the cards together and then put them on Twitter on Monday, maybe, to, to go to a vote. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. So should we round up our picks then for uh, yeah. for the people who don't know? Uh, should we go from the start and, and do that? Run our rosters yeah. down? Grand. So we will go in the order that we pick. So my my promotion uh, is Will Ospreay, Pack, Cesaro Rusev, Chris Brooks, Luke Jacobs, Chris Ridgway, Axel Dieter Jr., Nicky Cross, Mark Haskins, Martin Stone, Jordan Brakes, Doug Williams, Viper, 
Fabian Eichner, Session Moth Martina, Mad Kurt, the Demon Kane, <laughs> that's Alexander Wolf and Veit Muller. Andy. Yeah, uh, so yeah, for Graps and Claps Wrestling, uh, number one was Tyler Bate, number two, Becky Lynch, number three, Marty Skrull, number four, Ilya Dragunov, number five, Drew McIntyre, number six, Stephen Allen, number seven, Kaylee Ray, number eight, Robbie X, number nine, Karen Noir, number 10, Ricky Knight Jr., number 11, Rampage Brown, number 12, Nathan Cruz, number 13, Will Cruz, Number 14, Brady Phillips. Number 15, Gabriel Kidd. Number 16, Adam Maxted. Number 17, Grado. Number 18, Sheikh El Sham. Number 19, Valkyrie. And number 20, Aaliyah James. Right then. Martin. I've got number one, Zack Sabre Jr. Number two, Alistair Black. Number three, Finn Balor. Four, Zach Gibson. Then Michael Oku. Jack Gallagher, Tegan Knox, A-Kid, Millie McKenzie, Killian Dane, Lucas Steele, Jamie Hayter, Big Guns Joe, Matt Brooks, Jody Fleisch, Sean Guinness, Senza Volta, Callum Newman, Mike Bird, and then rounding it out at number 20, Sheffield's own Alex Michaels. Lovely. Uh, for me, for regress, I've gone Walter, Jordan Devlin, Pete Dunne, Rockstar Spud, Nick Aldis, Seamus, Spike Trevay, Scotty Davis, Paul Robinson, Trent Seven, Dean Allmark, the veteran, Martin Kirby, Killer Kelly, the lone female on my roster who will have to find something <laughs> to do with now, Carlos Romo, Dan Maloney, Mark Andrews, Omari, Eddie Dennis, Bobby Guns, and my final pick, Nathan Martin. So, guys, do we think we've got a... Uh... Do you think we've got a potential winner there? I think Benno's card will look really strong, to be honest with you. Mm, well, maybe, I, maybe it's just like looking at you know each other's dinner, but I'm fancying everybody else's over mine. I think I went a bit early for some people, I reckon. I reckon I went too early for all this. And, and I'm looking at Seamus now on my card and going, where am I even going to put Seamus? What was I thinking? Um, there's a couple of people like that. But yeah, I, 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 like, I think I like your one, Martin, because you've got... I think you, a kid, you got him in a good spot. Mila McKenzie, yeah. I would have liked to have done something. My women's division were there. Lucas Steele, like, is someone who with loads of potential you could do something interesting with. Michael Oku. I feel like you've got the most depth there um, out of all of us. Uh, maybe James has got some of the bigger names. Um, well, obviously, you want to Andy's talk about good. depth? I suppose Andy's got a lot of depth. A lot of the young up and comers and a lot of vets to like mix it up with him, hasn't he? Oh, as we expected. The undergraps, Andy. You're the undergraps king. It was always happening. That's what yeah, we got them on, wasn't it? Big big, big, I've got some beef there. Some beefy lads. Some big beefy fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> the, the big question, Andy, are you going to book yourself against Gabriel Kidd? The match, the match, that, we've, the match that Britress has been crying out for. <laughs> Is that last? Who knows? Uh, I can, if I can stop him running to Japan, I'll, uh, I'll book it. But hey ho. Yeah, I think we all want to see that match, don't we? So, uh, any of you got any final thoughts uh, before we run off to put our cards together? Oh, great fun, guys. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Thanks so much, Andy, for coming on. Uh, really appreciate uh, you taking the time out and coming on and chatting with us uh, tonight. Really, really great having you on here, finally, after uh, having your audio clips on so many times. Yeah, no, no problem, mate. No problem. Uh, should we start for you, Andy? Anything to plug? Well, I suppose, um, you know, 
we should sort of state that the cards will be out on Monday. We'll put them up on Twitter and we'll put them up on the post wrestling site. So be sure to go out and vote after you've uh, after you've done that. But uh, any plugs from you, Andy, before we get out of here? Um, yeah, well, doing me Ogglebox series on uh, Graps and Claps Audio. I think this weekend I'm reviewing the first ever North Wrestling Show, and then next weekend uh, I've got a guest on you and Mackenzie, who's a friend of the show. And we'll be reviewing the Progress Wembley mega show from a couple of years ago. Going back watching, going back watching that, which should be an interesting watch. But hey ho, there you go. Yeah, I mean, certainly recommend them podcasts you've been knocking out. I've been really enjoying them. So yeah, definitely check out Andy on uh, Graps and Claps Audio and uh, Benno. What's been happening? Grapple Towers podcast pretty much every other day. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm going to take a bit of a break now after we've uh, we've done this. And we've got the regular spotlight coming up on Monday, uh, and then yeah, a little bit of little bit of time off, hopefully. But yeah, I think I'll leave the big plug to uh, to Jamesy. But uh, obviously, aside from uh, maybe as a borrowing Jamesy a little bit, we've also been borrowing yourself, Martin. So as I said at the top, we did our Canadian Stampede 1997 uh, review uh, last weekend, and in, in one of our flashback shows, that hopefully people enjoy that. That was a hell of a, a trip down memory lane. Uh, we should have a... We haven't quite settled on a show we're going to do yet, but we will be doing a, an ECW theme show uh, coming up in the future. But got to say, yeah, the uh, the big plug from the uh, the grapple end is, uh, is going to come from Jamesy. Jamesy, it's, uh, we, we managed to get you. The, the biggest signing of the uh, the Euro transfer window was uh, <laughs> your good self. And yeah, we're, uh, we're made up to have you uh, over on Grapple doing a show. We're made up with uh, all the feedback we've got so far for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, just to let people know, uh, we're doing a, we call it monthly podcast. It may be a little bit more often for the first few months, but a monthly podcast called Match of the Month on what's now called the Grapple Audio Network, I think, Benno. You've got more than, you you've go. got retro shows, you've got the Spotlight, you've got Match of the Month. The, the brand is growing fast. Um, so, yeah, basically myself and a guest come on and we speak about every month and we pick our top five matches of the month. We talk about the Grapple Top 10 and we talk about a classic match of the month. Um, was really happy, was very happy Happy to have you as my first guest, Benno. Like I, I have newfound respect for yourself and Martin for being the hosts of these shows. Like it's, it's a different ball game when you're the man kind of at the steering wheel. You have to keep the conversation going. You have to keep this. Like I was so exhausted after doing that first episode. Like because and because it's just two of us. Like I'm used to the three of us here on BWE. At least three of us, and you kind of get a little bit of a break while the other two are talking. When it's just the two of you talking constantly, like it, it is very hard work. So newfound respect for all podcast hosts across the world for sure. Uh, really happy with all the feedback we got. From people got some lovely messages and some lovely feedback on the timeline um and yeah it'll be myself and jp up we're recording next week the february match of the month so keep an eye out for that and there's just something else i want to plug as well um i had the great honor of being asked to do a small contribution to a video essay on youtube by a guy called joseph monticello who's um He's a guy who does these really good videos on YouTube and he's done this epic video. I don't know if you watched it yet, guys, about Brian Danielson being the greatest wrestler of all time. And he heard us on the podcast talking about the the famous Benno Bus weekend and all that. And he asked me to, to do a small little piece for us on, on the Unified show and being there to see... Uh, Brian Danielson live so as I said it's about an hour and 20 minutes long I have I have a tiny little contribution to it it's amazing I would uh, encourage guys to subscribe to him on YouTube so we'll follow him on Twitter really great guy and as I said huge honor and pleasure for me to be a part of that yeah definitely going to check that one out and obviously fantastic work on the new podcast don't you every success um, but 
Yeah, obviously all roads lead to postwrestling.com. Obviously, John and Wade doing the Lord's work every week, keeping up with uh, what's going on in WWE and, and other promotions, AEW. And then even worse this week, they've had to review uh, a Nitro from uh, 2000. So yeah, I can't Ooh. imagine that was very pleasant for them. <laughs> and then Andy Thompson's got um, Nick Aldis on as an interview guest this week. So yeah, plenty of great stuff uh, to check out there. And we'll be back on the 29th of May talking in some way about European wrestling. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you then and get voting on Monday.